An angry father shoots a barber over his son's bad haircut. And a reporter quits her job on the air after mistakenly claiming a lottery jackpot. And my ass is on fire, a woman calls the emergency number over some spicy curry. (laughs) These are the weird stories for, what day is it? Thursday, the day after Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas to all. Happy holidays. This is Jonesy, and this is Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm recording from Los Angeles today. Happy to be here. Happy that you joined me, my fellow weirdos. Hope all is well. Ho, 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 hope all is well. Of all the things to shoot somebody over, a father was angry over his 13-year-old's haircut, and he shot the barber three times, the Texas police say. Oh, boy. A detective said that this shooting was one of the worst ones I've heard. That's my Texas accent. Is it any good? Probably not. I do my best, though, guys. A Texas man was angry about his son's haircut, and this is what happened. He shot the barber three times on Saturday. The dispute broke out about 5 p.m. over a haircut that was given to the man's 13-year-old boy. This is west of Houston. Here's a quote from the detective. He went home, came back, they fixed the haircut for free, and that's when the altercation occurred. So he went back to the haircut place and the guy fixed it for free. I don't see a need to shoot him. Maybe he didn't fix it correctly. Maybe he just shaved his whole head. He's like, here, come here, I'll just shave your whole head. That's fixing it. The barber is listed in stable condition, thankfully. He's expected to survive. Whew. Thank goodness. He called the incident one of the worst that he's ever seen. Yeah, you think? I'm sure he's had a lot of, you know, displeased customers over the years. You know, you imagine, occasionally you're getting people who aren't pleased with their haircut. They usually just tell you about it, I suppose. I don't know. I'd imagine nobody's pulled a knife or a gun to shoot the guy for not giving him the proper haircut. I'd imagine this is the worst you've ever seen, barber. Yeah. A friend of mine used to do a great joke about Getting a bad haircut. He said, uh, getting a bad haircut is like when you have bad sex. While it's happening, you don't say anything. But after you leave, you go, ah, shit, I'm never going back there. (laughs) This guy went back, though. He went back with his son and shot him. He fled the scene. They're still looking for him. The police are still on the lookout for this guy who's apparently driving a four-door gray Honda sedan. Yeah. Probably have a... He has a boy in his passenger seat with a terrible haircut, so look for that. Could be a mullet. I mean, who knows what the what the boy's rocking right now. It's got to be a bad haircut, though, I'd imagine. It's enough for a guy to shoot a barber over it. I'd imagine it's pretty damn bad. Earlier this month in California, a mother was angry about her son's haircut, and she rammed a barber with her car hurling the 63-year-old man through his own storefront window. Wow, I didn't hear about that one. Did you hear about that story? What is with this, this, uh, the attack on on a barber? Multiple attacks on barbers across the country. Oh boy, don't these people know the hair grows back? Don't they know that? The hair grows back, guys. You don't got to ram your barber through his own storefront window, guys. The hair grows back. Look, you want to slap the barber? I'm not against a little slap of the barber. I mean, if the barber's giving you some guff about your haircut, you know, in other words, you go back to get your haircut fixed and the barber's like, why should I fix your haircut? It looks good. 
You're like, no, it doesn't look good. I'm dissatisfied. Barbara says, you know what? Then go somewhere else. And then you slap the barber. Sure. Maybe you, uh, you know, you knock over his little bucket of combs. <laughs> you make a scene on the way out. You don't ram him with your car or shoot him with your gun. Ooh, it's a dangerous world, even for barbers, I got to say. A news reporter quit her job on the air after mistakenly claiming a lottery jackpot. Ooh, Spanish television, a reporter named Natalie Escudero, screamed into the cameras, I'm not coming to work tomorrow, as her name was announced as a winner of the Spanish lottery, which apparently is the biggest lottery in the world in terms of total prize money offered. Ooh, lucky her. She found out on air? That's wild. But the reporter's celebrating was reportedly put to an end when it turned out she had actually been awarded only $5,000 out of the lottery's total prize of two and a quarter billion dollars that it had doled out this year. Oh, man. Big letdown. You can't quit your job for five grand, lady. I'm sorry to say, Natalie. You're going to have to go back to work on Monday. (laughs) And embarrassed. (laughs) You announced to the world you're quitting. And then you got to go back. Oh, boy. I can understand her glee, though. I'd be happy, too. I'd announce it on the air. Hell. I'd give my, if I'm not pleased with my coworkers, I'd tell them all to screw right on camera. Escudero works for national broadcaster RTVE. She had to apologize on Twitter for her reaction. Yeah, everybody's got to apologize on Twitter these days. Do you guys have a Twitter to apologize to the world after you do something stupid? You should get one. Apologizing face-to-face is not acceptable anymore. You have to go on Twitter. She apologized Tuesday saying that she'd been going through a difficult time for personal reasons. I don't think you have to explain yourself like that, Escundero. You thought you won billions of dollars. You said you you were so excited that you quit right there. I I don't blame you for that. You don't have to say you're going through a difficult time. What? You don't have to kowtow to these people on Twitter. You did what a lot of people would have done, which has been like, I just won a billion dollars? Screw you, America. I'm quitting. And then walked off the newscast. Spain's Christmas lottery doesn't award as large individual prizes as those in the United States, but its total amount of prize money given to ticket buyers makes it the wealthiest in the world. So they don't give you the billion, they just give out a lot of small prizes. Like millions of people are getting $5,000, is that how it works? She should have known about this. It's an annual tradition for Spain where the families and groups of friends get together to pool money to buy these tickets. The largest sum awarded to any individual this year is known as El Gordo, also known as the fat one. (laughs) It's called the fat one. I won the fat one, baby. Oh, I want a fat one for the holidays, don't you guys? Quit my job. Hey, I just won the fat one. I'm walking out, boss. The fat one was only worth 400,000. What? I mean, this lady doesn't know. These prizes aren't big enough for you to quit your job, lady. You should know this. You're a newscaster. They probably announced the winners right on your station, I'd imagine. You should know better than this. You can't just walk off your job for five grand, lady. Come on. If you want to scream out, ooh, I'm taking the day off, and then walk away, that's fine. I'm going to Cancun for three days and then walk away. Yeah, sure, we get it. You still probably shouldn't do it on the air, but I understand where that's coming from. You don't say I quit when you don't even know how much you've won. (laughs) What's the amount where you guys would quit your job? I want to know. Is it it like a million and up? Would you quit your job? You know, I don't even know if a million dollars... I'm talking American dollars here. I don't know if a million dollars is enough these days. I think you've got to keep your damn job these days, even if you have a million.
First of all, you're going to pay taxes on that. What are you getting? Half of it, maybe? Maybe you take home half of that crap. Still not enough to quit your job. It's enough to buy a house. And then you're going to owe money on taxes on that shit. You're going to have to keep working to pay the taxes on your half a million dollar house, right? I don't know. I'm not an accountant, obviously. I'm actually very bad with numbers. But I'm thinking I need more than a million to walk away from my news reporter job. If I was on stage doing stand-up comedy and then somehow... Maybe somebody in the crowd yelled out, hey, you just won 10 million. Then I'd be like, you know what? Screw this. I'm walking off stage. This joke, I'm not finishing this joke. Bye. Actually, I would finish the joke. I would keep doing stand-up if I had millions of dollars. That's how much I love it. Would I keep doing the podcast though? Hmm, good question, my fellow weirdos. What do you think? Call Weird AF News. Would Jonesy keep hosting Weird AF News five days a week if he had $10 million in the biggity bank? 646-450-2012. My ass is on fire. My ass is on fire. A woman's emergency phone call to the police. My ass is on fire. After she ate spicy curry, a woman dialed 999, which is kind of like 911, but for other places. This is the UK. She called the number to report that her ass is on fire. Quote, ass is on fire. That's the quote. (laughs) After she ate some chicken korma, the Cambridgeshire police received the phone call during the festive season, which is the busiest time of year, where a woman, woman was demanding to see the paramedics after suffering the consequences of eating an overly spicy curry. During the phone call, she told the operator that she feared she could be stuck on the toilet for the next several hours. <laughs> yeah, I've been there, lady. I know how it is. I've never called 911 in those instances. I never thought to do so. I never thought that the paramedics could like ever give me any relief from that kind of situation, I'm going to be honest with you. To me, it just seems like something you got to just let pass through you, you know? <laughs> Drink some milk of magnesia and hold on tight, baby. <laughs> Here's a quote. I need the paramedics because I think I'm going to be on the toilet for three hours. That's what she said on the phone. The caller then shouted, this is not a prank call. This is not a prank call. I swear my ass is on fire. The call handler said, okay, okay, don't you think you need to call the medical team then? <laughs> then the call ends. <laughs> what the hell? I love how they get the recordings of these 911 calls and they publish them. It can be so embarrassing for people, right? If you called 911 for this, all your friends are going to know about it. You made the news. Hey, you're like, hey, Sherry, how was your weekend? <laughs> I heard about your phone call. <laughs> you feeling a lot better, huh? Did you? Did you ever make it off the toilet that night? I hope so. How was your Christmas Eve, Sherry? I heard about the curry. Emergency call superintendent is not pleased with such phone calls. They want you to know that we need people to think before they call us and only dial 999 in a genuine emergency. Misuse of our 999 services could cause a delay in us answering the phone to genuine emergencies and could even lead to the arrest of the hoax caller and even a prison sentence. Is this a hoax, though? Is it? I'm wondering. The week before Christmas last year had Cambridgeshire police dealing with about 4,083 calls, ranging from crime reports to time-wasting hoaxes. Wow. Was this ass-on-fire curry call a hoax? Maybe it was. It's not saying. According to authorities, callers have rung the central hub in the past for ridiculous reasons, such as to let them know their bank card has been missing or... The trash bins have not been collected on time. Oh, yes. 
I know that people have called uh, 911 because Kentucky Fried Chicken was all out of chicken. I remember I covered that story. People call 911 for strange reasons. And I agree with the authorities here. that You shouldn't call and hoax. There's, there's no time for pranking 911. They need people get ill during the holidays with real shit. Can't be answering prank curry ass explosion calls. You know, if it is a if it is a prank, it doesn't say for sure. They think it is. I don't know, though. Maybe her ass was really on fire. I've been in those instances. I mean, desperate times call for desperate measures. Maybe you're out of toilet paper. You ever been on that toilet? You got nobody in the house. You're out of toilet paper. You call 911. You got to bring me toilet paper. I've had Taco Bell. Right? I mean, you know the kind of place that Taco Bell can take you. You know the kind of toilet situation that a a Taco Bell could could bring you to. Same as a curry. Maybe not as bad. I hope you guys are digesting well over the holidays, by the way. I'm going to use this moment to tell you that I overate yesterday on Christmas. Chinese food. And uh, had massive indigestion last last night. And uh, I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did. Look at There are certain times of the year you just got to do that to your body. You know, just take it in. You know, be a trooper. Overeat. Deal with the gas and then sit yourself on the toilet and ride it out, baby. Don't call 911. Ride it out. Hey, weirdos. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being loyal listeners to Weird AF News, especially over the holidays when I know you're with family and you're very, very busy. But you took time to tune in and check out what's going on in my weird world. I appreciate all the happy holidays, Merry Christmases, Happy New Year's that you've all sent me via email and phone and social media. Really appreciate it so very, very much. Um, It means a lot to me. I'm a a very fortunate person and I'm reminded that this time of year. I'm very lucky to have a lot of uh, people that love me in my life, people that appreciate me, and, you know, amazing fans of Weird AF News like yourself. Uh, So I just want to let you know how much I appreciate you. And I hope you had a lovely holiday with family and friends. Uh, You can always reach out to the show. As I've said, I've left the number. Here's the email, funnyjones at gmail.com. You can send me stories if you'd like. Tomorrow is uh, Florida Friday, by the way. So if you want to send me some Florida stuff, feel free. also, on social media, it's at Funny Jones on Instagram and Twitter. And on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. And you can uh, reach me anytime. The, the lines are always open, guys. The lines are open. Lastly, please check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdafnews, where you can uh, support the show by giving Jonesy a couple bucks a month, like, you know, buying me a cup of coffee, perhaps. Um so that's pretty cool. You also get bonus episodes and that sort of thing. Those of you who sent me Christmas payments, I'm so appreciative. I'm going to use this money to upgrade my equipment as, um, you know, you got <laughs> to constantly be upgrading your equipment. You know what I mean? I'm trying to put more and more effort and money into Weird AF News to make it, to make it the best that I can make it, you know? Being a one-man person. A one-man person? That makes no sense. A one-man team. I'm doing the best that I can with just one man. Uh, so, and, and, and your donations and gifts uh, are much appreciative, and uh, I like to put them towards that sort of thing. So check out the Patreon, and uh, thanks for being here. We'll see you tomorrow, Florida Fridays, baby. <laughs>